and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode is the first in a regular monthly Beef Masterclass series from expert farmers. I'm joined by Niall O'Mara, a suckler farmer from County Galway. With approximately 20% of Irish suckler herds calving in the autumn, Niall is operating a niche system that is achieving all the key targets from birth to weanling. He explains just how he does it, but first he gave me some background to the farming system. I'm of an autumn calving herd of 35 cows of mixed breed, cemental, limousine, Shirley's, Angus and Sailor. The target for calving is to start in the second last week of August and finish by the middle of October. And the target for the offspring is to have the males sold at 500 kilos at a year old and have the females fit for bulling at 14 and a half months with four, at 475 kilos. I also do a lot of measuring of grass, regular weighing of cattle, style tests every two years and silage analysis every year. You're different from the normal spring calving system. Why are you autumn calving? I find that the reduced facilities of, of calving because the calves, this cow, calving cows this time of the year is outdoors, so I don't need calving pens. And the second major point is that when the calves hit the ground next March at six months old, they're ready for putting on cheap weight gain over the summer. Niall, how has calving season been going so far? It's mixed a bag. Um, I'm about four and a half weeks into calving. I have 85% of the cows calved. I have 29 live calves from 30 cows calved. So I had a couple of deaths and I had two sets of twins. So I'm happy enough with that. How do you manage cows calving this time of year? Um, the cows are restricted on a, on a bare paddock and they get grass morning and evening. And that helps keep the calves small and the cows healthy. They, um, they also are on pre-calving minerals and an iodine drench every three weeks. The iodine drench is every three weeks because I had an issue there a couple of years ago and I use that now. Overall, it's been a great year for growing grass. How has grassland management been on your farm this year? Grass is grown well, but it's, it's troughs and peaks this year. We had a great start. It fell short in the drought and it came back again. So because I'm regular, because I weigh every or measure a grass every week, I know what's on the farm. I know when I need to put out manure. I know when I need to cut silage. Um, on my farm so far this year, we have I've grown about nine ton of grass. But for me, it's not about the quantity of grass I grow. It's about the quality of grass that I feed to the stock. So I'm inclined to graze it when it's lower cover, so that I don't have huge um, tonnage at the end of the year. I wouldn't have 12 or 14 ton because I'm trying to graze the grass nice and young and lots of energy in it. Niall, you mentioned you're measuring grass on a weekly basis and recording it on Pasture Base Ireland. What benefits do you see to measuring grass, particularly from an autumn calving point of view? Well, I, I start when I started first. When I started first, I went to a local dairy farmer and the, I, wasn't net, I wouldn't let cows and calves into a paddock and he was taking it out for silage. So that was a very valuable lesson about 10 years ago. So from now, what I find is I keep quality grass in front of the cattle. I know when growth rates are high, so I can take out excess sales of silage. I keep the calves on quality grass the whole year round. I make quality silage, and my aim is to make over 70 DMD silage. I have reduced feeding costs over the winter because I use quality silage in the diet of the cows. So it's a huge benefit to the farm. How do you plan to extend the grazing season on your farm, particularly in the coming weeks with the current weather conditions? Well, I'm lucky enough on the farm, I have 45 paddocks. And at the moment, I have three groups of cattle on the farm. So I'm only grazing six, over 6.5% of the farm every day. So I have 93, over 93% of the farm rest, rested in any one time. So if I have a wet couple of days, the cattle will move on to another new paddock of grass. And if 
the, the weather is so changeable that if it gets one or two dry days, the, the damaged paddock will recover by the time the next time I come around. And for me, it's not really about how long I leave them out in the autumn because I, my cattle go in on the 1st of November every year. So from now on, I'm building covers for the, for the, to start grazing on the 1st of November. And I'm also building covers for the calves, for the cattle when they go out next February. Breeding can be a little trickier in an autumn calving herd compared to a spring calving herd. When will breeding season start? The first, the first AI is on the 7th of November, but breeding season starts in the last week of September. Um, the cows get a bolus on the last week of September. In mid-October, then, they, they get a kilo and a half meal per day, and that runs on for six weeks, three weeks before the breeding season starts in the first three weeks of the breeding season. I also introduced silage in the last week of October for the cows going in and out of the shed for 10 days before they go into the shed fully. Um, so they're, they're used to the diet by the time the 1st of November comes when they're put in and then the breeding season starts on the 7th of November. Niall, you mentioned earlier that your calving heifers are 24 months. How will they be managed over the winter with calves that foot in order to get them back in calf? I, I'd love to tell you there was some secret from, from, to what I do, but they get no special treatment. They're let in with the cows, the shed is all in one, they send for themselves. If they make it through to year two, they'll probably stick in the herd for a few years. And if they don't, they'll have a heifer, another heifer coming behind them next year to, um, to replace them. As a result, do you have a high replacement rate then on the farm? Slightly higher than normal. But I, for example, this year I have, I have 35 cows and I have 20 replacement heifers coming behind. So the number of breeding stock on the farm where, where there mightn't be cows, I have enough of breeding stock on the farm to replace my cows when I need to move them on. What's the plan B for surplus heifers that you don't keep on the farm? The plan this year is I'm going to the cemento sale in Garton the 17th of October with a few. I'm also planning to go to the sailor sale the following day in Garton with a couple. Um, so, and I'm planning to bull 10 and there'll probably be three, three out of the 20 that will be I have a couple of sets. Of, I have two twins in it, and I have one poor quality animal, so they won't be. They'll go for beef the following year. And how have this year's replacement heifers been managed? This year's replacement heifers have have been managed separately since they came out of the shed until the month of June. So they got good quality grass from February, March, April, May, and June. Um, they've got a bolus then in the June, and then they have been introduced with the cows. I find putting them in with the cows quietens them down a lot because I do be walking through the cows a good bit because they're, I'm trying to get them used to me. And then the, for the last six weeks before they calve, they go into a, a high covers of grass, but they're strip grazed in it. So what I'm trying to do is fill up their beddies with less quality swart. So I wouldn't let them into a cover of 13 or 1400. I'd be letting them into a cover of two and a half thousand and stripping them morning and evening to fill their beddies, but keep the quality down. Based on how calving has gone in the past few weeks, how will you select sires for breeding this year? Well, the way I select for sires usually, and it'll be no different this year, I use a replacement index in the ICBF website, and then I look at the docility and the carcass, and then I look at the daughter's milk and the daughter's gestation. So what I want a quiet cow, I want a good carcass, I want her to have lots of milk, and I want to have a calf every year, so the gestation is important as well. The fact you're 100% AI, how do you find cows housed during detecting for heat during the breeding season? Well, I'm lucky enough, I have a splatted tank with a rubber matted area behind it of maybe 30 to 40 foot. So I'm in the shed morning and evening scraping down the rubber mat. So I'm actually actively looking at looking for heat and some of them when I'm in the shed. And I also have a, 
detectomized bull with a chin ball on him, and I also use tail paint. So it's, I spend a lot of time in the shed for the first six or eight weeks of the breeding season, um, visually looking at them. That's why they go in on the 1st of November, to have them settled on the dives. I used to AI outside and then put them in, and I found there was a break in the breeding season between when, they, when I introduced silage. And so now what I'm trying to do is get rid of that break and calve them, AI them quicker. You mentioned earlier silage quality is very important. Why is it so important for you with the system you're operating? Well, I don't want to feed any meal to the cows in the shed. The, the kilo and a half they get for six weeks isn't about feeding the cow. It's about, it's about getting their high nu- cleaning nutrition for AI. So I don't want to have to feed the cow to maintain the quality of milk or the calf. So the cow needs to be able to, to do that on her own on good quality silage. So if I can make 72 to 75 DMD silage, I'm, re- I'm reducing my cost if I want to... If I wanted to buy meal to make up 70, 65 GMB silage, so I'm trying to keep the cost of the farm as low as possible. Niall, how will you manage the calves over the winter period? Um, I built a two-bay shed at the side of the flat, flat with flats a couple of years ago. So the calves get access to grass through a creep gate from the 1st of November when they go in. They have a straw bed to lie on. They get a pinch of meal while they're in the shed and they have their own, silage, they have their own feeding space for silage. What difference do you think this makes versus keeping them housed indoors? Well, when the first year I bought the scales, I weighed the calves when they were indoors and they were doing 0.84 kilos a day on one kilo a meal. Last year, they did 1.04 kilos, which is 0.2 kilos heavier, and 0.15 kilos of barley. So over, a, over the winter, the calves are coming out about 25 kilos heavier because they're out eating grass and it's costing less because they're eating less meal. That's phenomenal weight gain over the winter period. What weight will the calves be when they're weaned? When they're weaned, they'll be about, on average, about five, two. The heifers will be 250 and the bulls will be probably 270. They, I usually wean them in the first week of April. From the system you're operating, what are the key targets you aim to achieve over the calves' lifetime? Well, I have it broken down into two. It's from birth to weaning, and then it's from weaning to sale or weaning to 14 and a half months for the heifers. So I, I want the bull to be 500 kilos. So I have a target of, of a, a yearly target of 1.3 kilos a day, whereas that's not really possible in the shed. So the target for the shed is 1.1 kilos, and the target from grass from weaning to, to sale is 1.5 kilos. The heifers then are slightly lower in the shed. It's 1.03 or 1.04 would be the, what I'd be hoping for. And then once they go out to grass, 1.15, 1.15 would, would be the target. So that's to have the heifers 475 kilos at 14 and a half months and the bulls at 500-odd kilos at just shy of a year old. Niall, what is your health programme on the farm? I'm afraid there's not a lot to say in this. I have very few health issues on the farm, thank God. Um, I have mostly a closed herd. So I very seldom buy in anything except maybe an odd calf. But the only vaccinating program I have for is for the calves in, in November, end of October, early November, when they're going to be shed. As winner of the FBD 200 euro replacement index competition and the national commercial winner in 2018, do you think you're compromising on the quality of the bull wheelands in order to get the replacement heifers you're looking for? I'm probably compromising a small bit, but I don't feel it's financially bad, bad for the farm. Because when I look at the, the bulls, I'm always looking at the carcass figure of the bulls. So if I have a bull with a carcass figure of 30 kilos, plus 30 kilos, and another bull with a carcass figure of plus 15, I'll always go with the bulls that's plus 30 because he, he leaves a better animal on the ground. 
you can see from my weight gains that if I'm producing a bull at 500 kilos a year old from replacement index bulls, there's nothing wrong with that. Most definitely not. Finally, Lyle, in your opinion, what are the top three tips you have for farmers in a similar system to improve efficiency in their system? Well, if I could use one word three times, I would. I'd go grass, grass, grass. But that's only, that's only one point. So what I would say is focus on the quality of the grass, either for grazing or silage. Have targets for weight gain. And to have a target for weight gain, you need to know what the animals are weighing. So I would say have a weighing scales on the farm. And for me, the genetics part of the program is very important because you want a heavy cow, you want a good milky cow, you want a docile cow, and you want a, you want a cow that has a calf every year. So I think genetics, weight gain, and grass quality are the three main areas that I would focus on. And that's on any beef farmer. It doesn't, you don't have to be a suckler. Any farmer, any beef farmer that has cattle on it, that's the focus. That should be their focus. A great insight into your autumn calving system, Nile, particularly achieving 500 kilos on the bulls up to a year of age and 475 kilos on the heifers at 14 months of age. Thanks for joining me on the show. You're very welcome, Catherine. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode, and my thanks to Nile for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.